the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, according to CNN... I am probably mentally unstable and probably suffering from PTSD. That's according to CNN. Yeah, now a few of you are going, oh, Bob, I knew you were mentally unstable a long time ago. Uh, well, uh, okay. Uh, what, what am I talking about? I continue to tell you this. Never give a liberal a Bible. Now, unless they really, really, really want to read it. If they really want to read it and are determined to believe whatever it says, fine, give them a Bible. But if all they want to do is take the Bible and prove their liberal agenda, don't give a liberal a Bible. They will twist it, turn it, pervert it, mischaracterize it, misinterpret it. And by the time they're done with it, you won't be able to recognize it even as a Bible. Well, here's the latest illustration of that. This is a CNN story from yesterday. Don't know how I missed it. Didn't see it until today. But here's the headline. And by the way, according to CNN, many of you should be mentally disturbed and probably suffer from PTSD as well. Why? Because I was raised in a Bible-believing church. Yep, I was. My pastor believed every word of it. And if you were raised in that kind of a church, well, then you're probably mentally disturbed as well. Here's the headline from CNN. For some Christians, rapture anxiety can take a lifetime to heal. Now, it's not just the Bible. It's the belief in the return of Christ, what we refer to as the rapture. Now, you ask me, Bob, do you believe in the rapture? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Do you believe it could be tonight? Yes. Were you told as a young child that Jesus was coming back and we would meet him in the clouds? Mm Mm-hmm. Were you told that we would hear the trumpet and we would all go up? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Were you told as a child to expect it, to anticipate it, to prepare for it? Uh Uh-huh. Yep, I sure was. And not only was I taught that, I've been teaching other people that, well, for way, way, way over 50 years. When Joy and I were in youth work, back in the old days, we had Noah's kids in our youth group. We talked about the rapture often. (laughs) In fact, if you promise not to tell anybody, if we could just keep this a secret between me and you, and you you promise you won't spread this anywhere, 
if you promise. Joy and I, back in the days where we were in youth work, full-time youth work, uh, we'd get the kids up, teenagers, and uh, we would have rapture practice. Uh, what'd you do for rapture practice? Well, we had the kids jump up and down and flap their arms like wings. We were being funny. We weren't being serious. We were being funny, but it was a way to impress upon the kids the rapture is real. And so we would jump up and down, flap our wings, and we all laughed and had a good time and said, Okay, it's time for rapture practice. Uh, yeah, we, yeah we, we even did that. Um, now, I was going to tell you about one of my all-time favorite sermons I ever heard preached to young people by uh, one of my mentors by the name of Mel Sabaka. Sometime I'll tell you about that, not today. Anyway, I have spent my entire life telling people about the rapture and telling people to prepare for the rapture and telling people that, yes, if they don't know Christ as Savior, they could be left behind. And yes, I did read the Left Behind books. Yes, uh-huh. Uh, but CNN says, churches that believe in the rapture are causing grave harm to the people in the church causing mental illness, and even creating PTSD in their followers. Now, how do they know that? Well, because they interviewed two or three people who rejected Christianity, rejected their childhood. They were raised in a Bible-believing strict church, and they rejected that, and they said that the church hurt me, harmed me, destroyed me because, you know— Blah, blah, blah. And then not only that, they talked to a couple of theological experts from some liberal colleges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the sad thing is they don't get any of it right. In the second paragraph, they are quoting a woman, and her last name is Ajoy, A-J-O-Y. And listen to this. A Joy's mind began churning, trying to remember, trying to make plans. When was the last time she had sinned? Should she refuse the mark of the beast? At least she thought if she was put to a guillotine during the time of tribulation, it would be a quick death. Well, this woman who is quoted at length in this story says she was taught that if you had committed one sin before the rapture, you would be left behind and you would probably be, you would probably have your head cut off during the tribulation. I don't know of anybody who teaches that. I don't know of one single person that teaches you can't sin. If you have committed one sin that you have not confessed, you're going to miss the rapture and you're going to spend the tribulation. And because... You said at one time you were a Christian, you were going to be killed. I don't know of anybody who believes that. No wonder this woman was mentally disturbed and feels like she had PTSD. And you know what? I don't really believe that's what she was taught. She has now abandoned Christianity, and she's bashing Christianity. Um. 
She was taught, it says, she was taught to never sin, since it could be the very last thing she did before Jesus returned to the earth. Do you know anybody who teaches that? Again, I don't know anybody. But CNN implies if you believe in the rapture, that's what everybody believes. And you're bad. You're causing people to... Oh, my goodness. They call it rapture anxiety. Quote, rapture anxiety, as it is often called, is recognized by some faith experts and mental health professionals as a type of religious trauma. Rapture anxiety. Yep, they've even made up a term for it. It says, a joy, that's this woman's name, is one of a growing network of ex-evangelicals. Ex-evangelicals. They're like disgruntled employees. Have you ever met a disgruntled employee and all they can say is bad, 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 bad things about their former employer? Bad, 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 bad. And after you talk to them for a while, you realize it couldn't have been that bad or they would have quit a long time ago, but they're disgruntled. Or a disgruntled church member. Oh, yeah, I could write a book on them. Never give a liberal a Bible. It's a five-page article from CNN stating that if you really believe in the rapture, you are mentally ill, and you're causing other people to be mentally ill as well. Well, I believe in the rapture. And you know what? It could happen tonight. In fact... Tonight would be fine. And you know what? I'm ready. It's not because I haven't sinned, but because I've trusted Christ. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, you got to love the... Uh, mainstream media. Uh, As you know, it is a fact. It's not theory. It's not speculation. It is a fact that the overwhelming majority of people involved in the mainstream media are liberal Democrats. And again, that is a provable, verifiable, certifiable fact. It's not guesswork. It is a fact. The overwhelming majority of those involved in the mainstream media, whether it's the anchors on TV, the writers for the newspapers, they lean, lean, lean far to the left. Uh, And that's why when Donald Trump was president, uh, there were many uh, uh, surveys, searches, uh, studies would be more appropriate, uh, more studies done that indicated that well over 90% of all news coverage of Donald Trump was negative. And again, that is provable, verifiable fact, not speculation. Over 90% of all news coverage from the mainstream media concerning Donald Trump 
was negative. It is also a provable fact that the overwhelming majority of the coverage of President Biden's presidency is positive. Occasionally, the mainstream media is forced to get honest. Like yesterday, when the President of the United States was searching for a dead woman that he knew was dead. He knew it, sent condolences, made public statements about her death just a month ago, and then yesterday was looking for, where's Jackie? Where I thought she was going to be here. Well, that's pretty hard to ignore. I mean, that's pretty blatant, and if you didn't at least cover it, well, the whole world would know your bias. So that's unusual. For the most part, the mainstream media has done their best to prop up the Biden administration. They are doing their best. Here is an illustration. Let me look for a show of hands. Can any of you think anything good will come of a recession? I'm looking. I don't see I don't see any hands. I think most of us would agree a recession's bad. It's hard. It hurts people. It hurts the economy. It hurts families. Well, the Washington Post. <clears throat> the Washington Post featured an op-ed piece. <clears throat> the recession could be good for you. In fact, seven ways a recession could be good for you financially. It was an op-ed piece written by Michelle Singletary, who writes a nationally syndicated personal finance column called The Color of Money. It appears in the Washington Post on Wednesdays and Sundays. This was from yesterday. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but she laid out seven wonderful things about a recession. Why we should all be happy we're going into a recession. Number one, top of the list. Housing prices may finally come down to reasonable levels. Well, yeah, but interest rates are going so high that nobody can afford them. And what about the people who have put a great deal of their financial stock into the rising value of their home? They have looked at their home as an investment. Is it really good that housing prices are finally coming down to reasonable levels when people are losing money and the equity in their house and the interest rates are going so high that even though prices are coming down, nobody can afford to buy them anyway? Uh, here's another one. The dollar is king. Here's another one. Unemployment is still relatively low. Well, uh, you can't afford to buy anything. And then here's another one. Your used car is worth more. Nobody can buy a new one. And used car prices are going so high Nobody can afford even to buy a used car, but that's good news. Your used car is worth more. And then number seven from this financial expert from the Washington Post telling us why a a recession, pardon me, 
a recession is a good thing. We can thank the president for bringing on a recession. Number seven in the list, student loan forgiveness is coming. Uh, For what percentage of the American population? A tiny, tiny little percentage. But according to the Washington Post, we should all be thankful that we are going into a recession. Now, the interesting thing is the Biden administration has been denying that we're in a recession. Well, no, we're not in a recession. No, no. Oh, we could be close, but we're, we're not in a recession. This financial expert with the Washington Post says, well, yeah, we're in a recession and we should all be thankful. It's really a good, good thing that we're in a recession. Um, I would think that most people who have even a tiny bit of common sense would read that article and go, are you serious? You got to be kidding me. But that is the mainstream media. Hey, folks, it has been a delight to be your host today. Uh, Lord willing, Joe and I will be over in Indiana by this time tomorrow. Pray for us in our meetings with Fellowship Baptist Church in Portland, Indiana. And Lord willing, and all the connections work out, Bill Bunkley will be your host tomorrow. I think you'll enjoy it immensely. Have a great, great weekend, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.